Hi, welcome to another episode of Living Life God's Way with Mimo. This is the 22nd episode <laughs> and I'm super excited about how far we've come, you know, from taking that first step of obedience to God's prompting until now. It's been an amazing journey. Before I start off today, I'd like to acknowledge that there are people who listen to my podcast from different parts of the world, but I'm first Nigerian, so I would like to touch on something that I think that my fellow Nigerians should hear at this moment before I move on to the issue for the day. Now for Nigerians all over the world, this has been an emotional season. There's been so much agitation and protest. It's been it's been a difficult season where we are all rising to take a stand against police brutality. And then we're experiencing even more brutality from the Nigerian police. And it just confirms exactly what we're agitating against. You see, if you grew up in a country like Nigeria, where you had constant epileptic power supply, you had poor health care, you had bad roads that have taken the lives of so many long loved ones, you had job scarcity, you, you literally had to stand up for yourself and make a way for your own self because you had a government that, that didn't really show the kind of um, sensitivity to, to the people as you would expect. So much corruption and selfishness, you know, and continued hike in price, fuel price, headsmen terrorism, the list goes on and on. And then you realize that the fight right now is beyond SARS. It's beyond SWAT. It's for the very life and fabric of Nigeria as a country. And there's this intense desire of young people that we want to see the change that we've always been told. The change that we've been promised ever since we were kids. Now is our time to see that that change. And so to my Nigerian folks, I want to say to you, please let's not get tired. Join the protest wherever you are, whether online or offline or wherever it is make sure you join that campaign anyway and and let's all work together to put an end to the injustice that has eaten deep into the core of our nation and and this is our opportunity this is our own time now one scripture that has been on my mind even at this time is first thessalonians 5 18 and the bible says in everything give thanks for this is the will of god in christ jesus concerning you now can you imagine that (laughs) You wonder, how can God want me to give thanks in the midst of so much chaos, in the midst of so much frustration, in the midst of everything that's happening right now? And how can God expect me to give thanks when I don't have a job and, and government is, that is supposed to protect me is, is killing us instead? It's, supposed to, it's killing me and killing us instead? You know, where, where this COVID and just everything, 2020 has just been an amazing year. So much has just been happening. But you see, being thankful is something that even us as believers, we talk about a lot. In church, we hear it all the time. It's something that I as a person had to literally let myself learn. It's something that we hear all the time, but I needed to let that sink into my mind and and know that indeed this is what God desires of me. Now, in this episode, I'm going to be sharing a bit of real life stuff with you guys and how I was able to get victory in some areas of my life by just being thankful. And one of them is when I lost my mother. Now, I'll focus on that for today and I'll just pull out a couple of things from it. Now, you see, when I lost my mom, it was a tough time for me. I had just finished from the university. I was looking forward to my mom being a part of my convocation ceremony. That had been her dream anyway. I remember my mom would look forward, she would talk about those times and all, but she never lived to see it. She, she, she wanted to see me go to school, to see me graduate, to get a fantastic job, get a godly husband and be happy. You know, just be happy overall, like every mother's wish and dream. 
but she was only able to partly see it. She didn't see everything. For instance, she saw when I finished school. She, at least the man I, I, I have as a husband today, she met him and she already loved him and approved of him. But she never saw me wear that convocation gown. She, she never saw me get married. She never saw me have children. She never saw me get that good job that she looked forward to. She never saw many of those things that she wished for me at the time. Now, I remember when I received the call that my mother had passed on 12th of May, 2010. I was devastated. I had cried and cried. I couldn't wrap my mind around what was happening to me. I, I flew back home the next day. I was in a, a different city and I flew back home. And a lot of people were already in our home. They were crying. They were speaking about her life, how shocked they were. I just went into the house. I went to meet my father. I hugged him. I encouraged him to be strong. And I just went to those who were sitting and encouraged all of them. And they were all staring at me. But they didn't know I had things I was dealing with. I would go back in. I would cry. But I would come out and I would be strong for everybody else. For myself. For the people that were with me. For my dad. For my siblings. And then I decided I wanted to go to church one Sunday. The Sunday after. And I was told, hey, you, no, no, no. You can't go to church now. You have to stay home and mourn for your mother. And I found that difficult to wrap my mind around. First, I had moved from deep sadness, then I moved to loads of questions, and then over time my mind moved to gratitude, and, and the thoughts in my head were this. You see, my mom may have passed, but does that make God less faithful? Well, no. She had big dreams for me, she had ambitions for me, but she was not there anymore to see any of those things. Would that mean that I'll be upset and angry with God? Well. Yeah, I have every right to. Because at our last moments when I was called, I carried along everything. I was hoping, I had been praying, I was believing, I cried, I trusted God. Talk about praying of all manner of prayers. I prayed in tongues, I prayed in understanding. I did all of that. I quoted the word of God back to him, reminded him of his word. But she still died, even after everything. I look back today and I judge him faithful. Speaking of thanksgiving, I learned in my trying moments, in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Now you realize in your trying times that if you truly move from depression and sadness to gratitude, it's impossible to feel grateful and depressed at the same time. You may feel one at some point and then at some point you're moving from one to the other, but you can't do both of them. And it was through this switch of mindset I began to find healing for my heart. I chose to be grateful. I chose to thank God for her life. I, I chose to be grateful for everything that she meant to me, everything she did to me, everything she did for me. I may not have had all the answers. I mean, it's been 10 years now, right? But even at this point, I still don't have all the answers. But I know that God sees the bigger picture and he knows exactly what he's doing. Now, you may be going through trying times and you are, you're just wondering in your mind, why should I thank God? After all, he's let me go through these times of failure and disappointment, loss, pain, frustrations, everything. But God knows exactly what he's doing. He may have allowed certain things to happen right under his watch. You're wondering, but God, you're watching me. But God sees the bigger picture. And he's just allowed one door to get shut so that another one can open. He has allowed one thing to end so that another one can start for you. 
It could have been worse, you know, just thinking about it. It could have been worse. You may not have a great job right now. You may not even have a job at all, but at least you have life. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 9.4 that anyone who is among the living has hope. Even a live dog is better than a dead lion. Do you know how many people wish they were in your shoes right now? You don't even realize that you're somebody else's prayer point. Like seriously, you are. <laughs> and, and, and when you put things in context, you begin to thank God for where you are right now. And you start looking at the many things that God will still do for you. God's word says in Romans 8.28, it says that, And we know that all things work together for good to those that love God and to those that are called according to his purpose. Today, I want to encourage you. In everything, be thankful. Be thankful for life. Be thankful for health. Be thankful for memories. Be thankful for the things you have right now. Be thankful for even the things you don't have. Be thankful for your country. If you're from Nigeria, be thankful for Nigeria and how far we've come. Because what we're going through right now is birthing something new in our lives. So I want to leave you with these words. What exactly are you thankful for today?